This is 476 Barbary, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You don't know? I don't live here. I'm renting this place. I'm renting this place. What? Are you sure you have the right place? Why don't you, why don't you come inside? And we'll call these idiots. Hey, yo. What's going on, friends? Welcome to episode 666 of in madness pod pleasure to be here it's sean the butcher as always i'm here with my buddy vertebrae 33 what's going on what's happening everybody how you doing we've made it to episode 666 i'm very happy and even more special than that we have our very first guest ever it's brandon from talking bay 94 podcasts right I hit that, that, that is right. right. You got it. <laughs> What's what are up, your guys? socials, Brandon? <laughs> What's up, guys? What are your uh, socials? My socials uh, at Talking Bay ninety four everywhere. Uh, tell me about this Talking Bay ninety four podcast. Yeah, um, I just all it is is one on one interviews with the cast and crew of a little franchise called Star Wars. So that's it. Um, so aliens or visual effects people or big stars or. You know, random, random background extras. It's all, uh, all right for the right, right for the interview. Yeah, my buddy Vertebrae here is the biggest Star Wars nerd on the planet that I know. <laughs> so it was no wonder to me when he was like, "This guy does a Star Wars." I was like, "Of course, this is how you." Yeah, do. and I'm also a huge uh, Talking Bay '94 fan, so that makes it even easier. Uh, <laughs> and Sean, they let, for episode six six six, we're allowed to play with other people so i guess this this continues we have a guest and just behave oh yeah you know yeah. of course <laughs> we'll see what happens put out we'll the good put out the good linens or I yeah. Don't know. yeah 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 i brush yeah. my teeth for this one yeah i have a thing about dirty sheets so you know ah uh, oh, look at them <laughs> dropping little hints already so shall we get into it we got our very first guest we're at episode 666 i'm very excited for this one it is my favorite movie of last year uh, vertebrae you want to you want to do our usual movie intro yeah it's uh barbarian 2022 barbarian Ow! directed by i butcher all the names brandon but it's uh, <laughs> this one i could do is uh zach Kreger, i would assume it's how you pronounce it cast georgina campbell is tess uh bill skarsgård is keith uh justin long is aj matthew patrick davis as the mother uh Richard Brake as Frank and James Butler as Andre. So we're calling her the mother. Yeah, that's what it says. It's it's listed as the mother. I, I, I listed it as the creature. So maybe I'll change it to the mother. No, it's the mother. She's okay. she's the mother. Um and soundtrack by Anna Drubik, a pretty insane soundtrack. Um but yeah, Brandon, any initial thoughts about when you first saw this movie i mean this movie was so much fun to watch in the theater i tried to go in as blind as i possibly could uh and it was just such a blast and i was so glad uh, to be able to see it especially I, I got to see it on a big screen with a big crowd and it was a lot of fun and you brought up uh krieger is that krieger and i just wanted to i'm sure we'll talk about it but it's another example of comedians making uh just killer horror movies because yes yes why kids you know um and so uh yeah i love this movie awesome. sean did you see it in the theater so same thing as brandon so this this came at a time when i have pretty much quit watching trailers full way through if a trailer is two minutes i'm gonna watch one minute of it 
barbarian trailer I remember seeing in theaters. And I'm like, oh, this looks really good, but I don't want to watch all of it. But when, it is, when I'm in a theater, it's harder to stop it. It's not like I'm watching it on YouTube. So the trailer, I was like, this looks really good from the trailer. And I love this movie because the trailer gave absolutely nothing away at all. And that's what had me hooked because I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I did see it in theaters and uh, yeah, easily one of my favorite movies of last year. Yeah, so I, I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it. It was around Halloween, I guess, uh, because I remember I ate a ton of Halloween candy <laughs> and I was kind of feeling nauseated from the Halloween candy. Um, and then I got up to a certain part in this film and then I tapped out. I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I feel nauseated from this Halloween candy. I'm having some tension on my couch. I'm stopping the movie to make sure my doors are locked. Uh, I'll finish this tomorrow during the day. So I, I, I wimped out and watched it the next day. And then since then, obviously, I've watched it a few more times, and especially for this. But um, yeah, I'm not a big theater goer for horror movies. Okay. I love them, but I like to be able to move around in my my own mm. space and digest it without other people around me. And if I'm uncomfortable or whatever, or think about it, you know, like to cover uh, his eyes and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know how deep I dig into these movies and all that stuff. So that's where my mind goes when, when I'm, when I'm doing it. So it's, it's easier for me just to be kind of in my own space. Um, but I stayed spoiler free. Because anyone I knew who saw it was like, well, I'm not going to tell you anything. And <laughs> that was for the best. Because I would even say the title doesn't lend itself to what this movie is. I love the buildup and the skepticism and everything and how things might be shady, but they're normal or things might be normal. But it's all it's all I can't wait to get into it. Is everybody ready to go? Yes. Yeah, I just it. give you I have a go couple ahead. Quick production notes. I don't have a lot of gnarly bits this time, but because it's new. Yes. Just, you know, like kind of the narrative structure of this film made it super difficult for him to make it. So it took like two years to even get this movie made. And obviously, when the way it jumps around, and we should say, right, if you haven't seen this movie, please turn the <laughs> podcast off and come back because we're going to ruin everything and we may ruin things at the end right in like five minutes. So I would turn it off and 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 come back. Um, and he was inspired by this book called The Gift of Fear, which is uh, survival signals that protect us from violence. And it's written by the security consultant and, and kind of goes into that stuff. And one of the big keys to self-protection is demonstrating to trust your own intuitions. Mm -hmm. So this movie plays with that a lot almost immediately and throughout. Um, which is really, really interesting. I, I would get, before we get into it, influences like Evil Dead 2. He listed Silence of the Lambs, The Descent. Um, I, I think there's a clear line to Castle Freak. I don't know if either yeah. of you ever seen that movie, but there certainly is. Shout out know. to uh, Richard Christie. I was having lunch with Richard Christie last week, and he's like, you ever see Castle Freak? And huh. I'm like, <laughs> I have not. And he's like, you got to see Castle yeah. Freak. 
it is on my list of movies. Yeah, Stuart Gordon movie, and you know the guy inherits this Italian castle, and there's a monster locked in the basement. And I'll get, I want you know what I won't since you haven't seen it, I won't give the rest away. But well, I, what I will, I can give something away, which is uh, now that I no longer work for Fangoria, uh, don't watch the remake um, that was produced. Yes, uh, a couple okay. years ago. Not, okay, not the best movie of all time. I'll say that. No, the although they do remake. roll Lovecraft into that. A lot. Yes, that, and then at the there is a stinger. Uh, again, to spoil a movie that no one saw, uh, there is a stinger end credit scene with a reanimator uh, yes. cameo <laughs> to like bring all the Stuart Gordon universes together in case you really wanted to go. It there. is, it is a fantastic soundtrack, though. Yeah, yeah the, really the, the Newcastle Freak, yes, for sure. Yeah, so, I think Mondo, uh, shout out, I, Mondo. I have it has on our site, yeah. <laughs> I have it on vinyl. I think it's a Mon- it's a Mondo release. Uh, I think we just distributed it, um, but we sell it. Um, yeah, so go to Mondo and, and buy the because it's Fabio Fabio Fritzi. Yes, who is incredible. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, and the last no. thing I would just say is, um, in the long tradition of sort of sad monsters and and things like that, like Frankenstein really hit me a, a, a lot in this. Is something that's created. And obviously in a way different way. And we'll get into that as this tragic figure, this sympathetic, you know, mother creature, whatever the case is, feral human, um, but super sympathetic and, and and not just, you know, the boogeyman in the dark. You know, one of my other favorite tragic creatures, Godzilla. <laughs> uh, and as is tradition, before we get started, do you have the vinyl for Barbarian? I don't. It doesn't exist. They don't. They don't have it. Uh, Mondo should put it out. We got to start a tally. I ask you this before every episode, and some of them you've had, and some of the vinyls you haven't. We got to keep it. Any Krampus I bought after Gremlins is like super expensive, and I missed it when it first oh, came no. out. Colorado That's a Mondo. Space Lighthouse. Yeah. I have. So. Shall we get into it? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right, so we start this creepy-ass movie. It's raining. We got a shot of this scary-ass house. Again, very Evil Dead-like. Anytime I see a shot of a house, the first thing I think is Evil Dead. That just That's my head. Uh, we got the thunder, the eerie music. This car pulls up to the house, and the music's crescendoing, and it stops dead. And then we go right inside this car. Uh, here's our main character, Tess. Mm-hmm. And she checks that she's got the correct address. And what is that address, Sean? Do you know that address? Oh, Christ, no. What is it? It's Barbary Street. <laughs> Barbarian. Son of a... <laughs> okay. Clever. Yeah. yeah. So Barbary Street. And, and a lot of people online like to say if it's an inn where you're staying, it's Barbary Inn. Inn. Right? Yeah. Wow. First gnarly <laughs> bit of the show. Beautifully done. Yeah. That was in, that was that might be the only one I have. Very Although, cool. I will say really quick is just this unassuming house. It's dark and stuff. And it has this straight sidewalk. Um, and I went down a path of like walking the straight path from Proverbs and things like that. And Solomon wants his son to not stray from the path. Good Lord. And that led me to Solomon and to this book, Solomon's Minds with Alan Quartermain, where they, they go into this unexplored region of Africa. And at one point they're trapped in mines underground. So I was like, I brought myself down a rabbit hole and back around and out. And it, I'm sure that Zach had not, didn't think of that at all, but nobody did research like you, man. 
All it took was the house and a sidewalk, and I went off on a tangent. (laughs) (laughs) She checks that she has the correct address. She's rejecting, I guess, a call from her man, her ex, whatever. She's just somebody's calling her. She's she's hitting the fu button. She's lugging all of her crap out of the car in the pouring rain. Uh, She punches in the incorrect number to get the key out of the box. And then her boyfriend's calling again. She hits the FU button. Finally, she gets the correct lockbox number. She opens it up. And that son of a bitch is empty. Could there be a worse scenario? Get there. Nothing. Pissed. Uh, She's doing what everyone would do. She's calling the Airbnb. Like always, there's no answer. She's leaving messages, standing outside in the cold, looking around the neighborhood, and it is pitch black everywhere, all throughout this hood. Uh, So she gets in the car, and then I love it. A light goes on inside the house. So she runs up. She's ringing the bell, and uh, here comes Pennywise. It's Pennywise, right? Yeah. 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 Keith. Keith. And Keith's demeanor is very, in the beginning at least to me, is very Andy Dufresne from Shawshank Redemption. Uh, He just has, he even has like the bangs kind of. It's just, it's just, yeah, it's off putting uh, immediately. His his little silhouette appears in the window, and it's like, what are you doing here? Uh, But I love, he he answers the door and he's like, yeah, like, what do you want? (laughs) Uh, And she's like, what the hell are you doing here? Uh, so it turns out, yeah, they both they both book the same place, I guess, on different apps. Brandon, or- do you stay in Sean? I mean, to cut you off, do you stay in yeah, Airbnbs? Have you stayed? I in- do. I have, and now I've gotten to a point where I am boycotting Airbnbs a little bit because they make you clean, they make you do all that stuff. I'm like, why don't I just go to a hotel oh, and not <laughs> clean and not pay for this and yeah. not get double book- booked with Bill Skarsgård? You know what I mean? Like, I think. I think there's a lot of lessons to learn here. <laughs> and, and that thing is because you believe do when I first saw this, do you believe him that they booked on different apps? No. Immediately I thought, Scarsguard, he is the barbarian. He's gonna chain her up to the radiator. This is gonna be a it's gonna be a ridiculous movie. But like he kind of plays it off like also as a sweetheart when you look at from other viewings when you take it. So uh he's like, Yeah, what do you want? She's like, yeah, what are you doing here? They booked it on different apps. Every person's worst nightmare. What do you do? Pouring rain, pitch black area. I'm out. I'm just telling you right now. There is is no movie. The movie ends right then and there. I am so gone. It's not even funny. Hit the high beams in that car. See that neighborhood. And I am out. I was sleeping in the car at a rest stop. It's funny. I have that same point, but I don't have it till much later. So my dumb ass would have gone through all this hell until much later in the movie. Yeah, well, I, maybe my instincts are too much because you know maybe you'll have end up having a great time. But Ugh. yeah, They're there like- there are a hundred points in this movie where I'm like, I, I don't think so. I do not think so. And again, it wouldn't be a movie if these things didn't happen and they didn't make those choices. But I'm Brandon. Are you sticking around for this? No, I'm leaving. Like, <laughs> there's no, there's no. I'm not going to share a, a house with a with a stranger in any in any sense. Uh, especially not a creepy dude like Bill Skarsgård. But yeah. he's a sweetheart, though. But he is a sweetheart. But he's a fidgety sweetheart, which does make him seem creepy. Uh, if yeah. you want to be sweet, don't be so damn fidgety. But he's like, did you call someone? Do you have the right date? And everything checks out. Uh, and originally, he does come off as very shady. But in hindsight, he's sort of acting normal. He's sort of acting like if you were in your Airbnb and some person comes knocking on your door and you're like, what are you doing here? So 
just looking from his point of view, it is kind of normal, at least for now. And they're messing with us throughout that. His uncomfortableness that he has can also be played in a way as he's up to something. Yes. Yes not good through through the whole thing but that's them growing and to learn each other about each other because they just met each other within minutes um but uh, yeah and and to bring that title up that big title right after we see him and stuff like that there he's hammering us over the head with this yes she's like what do i do and here it comes we're three frigging minutes into this movie and he's like why don't you come in and we'll call them. <laughs> and then there's this feeling of immediate dread, immediate dread. Cause we, the audience know what we walked into. She has no idea. And you're just like, do not go in, do not go in, do not go in. She walks right in the house and just barbarian. And you're like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I was stoked. I was ready to see Pennywise go crazy again as some weird, normal uh, psycho, uh, the eerie music. I love it. He's our barbarian. I'm set. I'm hooked. I'm ready to go. Uh, so she gets inside. She goes to the bathroom. Uh, can you can you pull up your confirmation while I'm in there so we can, you know, make sure that you're good? Why? <laughs> in case you think I'm some weirdo who broke in to sleep in here. It's like, yeah, he seems like he's being confrontational, but it's like, yeah, that's exactly what I want. That's exactly what I want. Uh, but yeah, she's taking a tinkle in the bathroom. She sees all this stuff and the toothbrushes and the travel bag and whatnot. Everybody uh, stares at that toothbrush. Why is the toothbrush? It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody uh, looks at it like. And, and yeah, that's that, that's what ticks off AJ when he's had enough later on in this movie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she walks out in the living room, and of course he's not there. And of course his creepy ass has to come walking up behind, and he's like, "Here!" And the violin screech, and you jump and you shit your pants for a second. Uh, but of course he's got the correct reservation. He's legit. So now it's like, now you kind of feel like an asshole for assuming I felt like an asshole. So she offers to leave. She feels bad. Uh, he's like, what are you going to do? Drive around, look for a hotel. You guys would have clearly. Yeah. clearly. Oh, this is bad. And they're playing with like this kind of man, woman thing. They do it throughout. And she says that to him, you know, if roles are reversed, there's no way she's letting him in there. Um, you know, the sad, sad part is he's besides maybe being a hipster from Brooklyn, <laughs> that that's the worst part about the guy we can find. Like he, he was a good dude. Brad, what did you think? Did you trust him no. after, even after he had the confirmation? Yeah, no, I don't try. And again, we'll, we'll talk about how the movie progresses, but I, I truly don't trust him until we're like an hour and a half in, like after he's had his, you know head bastion you know i really yeah yeah. (laughs) i don't trust him until we know for a fact because they play it really tight until then it's really impressive right right to your point he's like what are you gonna do drive around for a hotel it's a bad neighborhood you know you could do what you want you can do what you want but you are free to hang out here where it's dry and there's a lock on the door um he's being nice but he's still being creepy and he's almost pretending to empower her. Like, no, it's okay. Do what you want. But yeah. like, hear you, You're free. It's, You're free yeah. to run now if you choose to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he said he tells her he's Keith. She's Tess. He's like, oh, that's a very pretty name. Again, being nice, but still a little creepy. Uh, so he's like, oh, there's wine. There's nuts. Uh, so he's like, I'll make you some tea. I'll make you some tea. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
Uh, but she's she's doing what you guys do. She's looking at hotels. She's looking. She's trying to get the hell out of there. Uh, but of course, there's the huge medical convention is in town. That that to me was like, is he just making this up? And it just fly. That just kind of rolls out of his mouth. Like, oh, what are you gonna do? There's a big medical convention. Like, like I, he I was know. holding on to that in his back pocket. Yeah, I would drive forty miles away, stay somewhere else, and get up really early for that job interview. <laughs> uh, he, but he, he says that she can stay in the bed. His ass will sleep on the couch, uh, and we'll call these idiots in the morning to get our money back. Uh, yeah. he, re- he refuses to let her sleep on the couch. Blame it on my upbringing, he says. This, <laughs> this douche. He's such a friggin' weirdo. <laughs> uh, but like you said in the beginning, Verderay, uh, she's like, I have a thing about clean sheets. Yeah. And then we got the shot of the sheets just in the washer. Glang, glang, glang. But, but, then they, I love but it. They, blow, they blow that out of the water, I'll just say, because later on when they're having their little moment, He's showing her how to put the duvet duvet cover on, and he ruins it. And he's all wrapped up in that touching it in the cover, and he's all yeah. over it. So we went from like, I need clean sheets to like, it's okay if this guy, you know, they're they're having a a sweet little, they're starting to bond a little bit there, and and maybe be attracted to each other. But that changes kind of quickly. Uh, uh, we get we, we get the long shot of the tea because we're all thinking it. We're all thinking it. It's just hovering over this tea, and then it pulls away. So, Sean, you're there. You haven't left. Brandon and I are long gone. (laughs) I'm doing what she's doing. I'm looking up. I'm looking up hotel. Are you drinking the tea? No, 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 no. And neither did she, because again, it's a trust thing, and and she is consistently from beginning to end the. I mean, I don't want to say consistently the smart one because her running back in that goddamn house is stupidity, uh, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, it's got this super suspect T sitting there. He goes out, he grabs her bags. And again, he's being super fidgety and super strange, but sweet still. Uh, she takes her luggage in the room and she finds his ID and his wallet mm-hmm. and take a pics with her phone. Because you could tell she's like, if I die, if something happens, because she's kind of we feel it and she kind of feels it, too. But she's doing all the right things. She's taking pictures and she's looking up things and. She's seen all the horror and the and the murder documentaries. Maybe she's an in madness listener. You know, she she gets what's going on. Uh, and she picked a room at least with a lock, so there's some illusion of of safety. You are like, in the same house in a super quiet neighborhood, but you at least not in the living room. He gives the room up, and she can lock the door. Like it matters. Like it even matters. It yeah. does not. Yeah. Uh, she goes to the bathroom. She washes it, comes out, and this creepy bastard. I love the shot because she's walking out, and it just slides to him, and he's just sitting there with the wine like a creep. Uh, <laughs> you know, and again, he's nice, but he's still fidgety and sketchy. Uh, and the sheets, they're going to be another hour and a half. At that point, just take them out wet. I'll sleep in them wet. Are you kidding me? I got a job interview tomorrow. We had this whole thing, and now I got to wait an hour and a half for sheets. Get the fuck out of here. That's when I'm leaving. That's when I'm mad. And that's Oh, now I'm you're out. out. Well, no, no really not in my notes. But now that I'm thinking about it more, yeah, I'm like enough with these. <laughs> uh, but he's wide awake. He wants to drink this wine. He notices, oh, you didn't drink your tea. You didn't drink your tea. Maybe I figured if you saw me crack open the wine, maybe you'll, you'd have a bit. You know, you don't know me. This is weird. Uh, but then he stops himself. He knows, he knows he's getting carried away, which is good. He's got a, a sense of self that he's getting annoying. Uh so she's like, nah, I don't want any wine. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. 
Uh, so they sit and they have a nice friendly conversation because she's got an hour till these goddamn sheets are done. She and even the lighting, the lighting in this is it's so dark and so like orangey kind of and stuff. It's just got this look to it. And, and, and I don't know, I would have turned on a few lights if somebody around <laughs> me was uncomfortable. There's got to be a bright kitchen light, I think. Just something to kind of, I don't know, he went right for the bottle of wine, which just... I know that's a that's a strong move. He and and again, upon first viewing, looks creepy and strange. Upon other viewings, like he's just being, he's just trying to be hospitable, uh, or you know that again. That's if you've seen it a second time. But she's got this job interview. Uh, she mentions she's going to work us with some lady on some documentary. Uh, mentions some obscure movie, and he's seen it. Uh, and, and they have this little connection because now, all right, he's he knows this really obscure thing. So makes him a little more trustworthy, maybe. Uh, and then she talks about the next documentaries in Detroit. And he grew up, uh, he knows this group, the Lion Tamers. Uh, yeah, I was, this confused me the first time I, I saw it because I think I was too busy just wondering what was going to happen. Did you catch this the first time you saw it, Brandon? Were you like this whole documentary film thing and he's there in town to do something with houses. And yeah, I, again, I was not trusting this dude even at this point. <laughs> so I was just like, I guess let's just, I was again, we're what 20 minutes in and I was just like on the edge of my seat. I was like, when is this, when is this shoe going to drop? When's you know? he so, snap? Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't, I don't believe this. I just want him to like, you know, put on his Pennywise makeup and, and, <laughs> Either you know, or whatever was going to happen, and uh, you know, yeah, because the name bar, the name Barbarian alone, it's like you don't know is this a monster movie? Is yeah. this a, is this a a kidnap movie? Is this a torture? You don't know what it is. Uh, so yeah, and that's what he's there to find the band's next little nest. And saying. I was still stuck a little bit on the boyfriend call. They don't. They don't, yeah, address it. And he never addressed that. So kind of when I was watching this, I'm wondering, is that going to play into it? And when we have that jump later on, I thought that might be Marcus. Like I I, I was sort of wondering what was going on. And then there was a minute where I thought, oh, wait a minute. Is is she the barbarian? Are we going to flip this thing completely? And it's like she's playing it off and he's the really nice guy. and, and, And that's where we're going with it. And that's the kind of the magic of this movie and i think what sucked everybody into it is just you you just don't know and later on we have these abrupt jumps but you just have no idea what's going on there are moments in this movie that change everything and there are moments in many movies that everything changes and either you're in or you're out Mm -hmm. and when this change happened i was like i'm in i'm in i'm in i'm in but that comes later that comes later uh (laughs) but they're getting along we cut to the sheets the sheets are done the sheets have been done the bottle of wine is empty she went in she's okay she's comfortable she's drinking chilling having a great time he's being smooth he's being flirty and they're talking about what basically we as the viewer are thinking she's like if you would have showed up at my door i would have not let you in and i love it he goes i'm not a monster yeah son of a bitch first (laughs) off you were pennywise second off i know you're the bad guy in this movie so it was pretty funny that was i thought that was like some foreshadowing but it turns out it wasn't (laughs) Uh, 
he's like there's a lot of bad dudes out there and again you're like are you you rat bastard like what is your deal it's like he read a booklet on all the things you shouldn't say right away on you read all the smooth line but then again so they're talking about relationships, right? So I guess this might have this a little bit with her boyfriend, but she's like talking about getting hearts ripped out or whatever. And again, this is like, he's like, and maybe to your point, he's like, women can do the ripping too. Yeah. 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 Vertebrae. And that's where it might. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> it's her. Which technically, technically not wrong, right? Technically yeah. it is a foreshadowing, just not of, uh, just not of what you think. Right. And then again, he's showing her how to make the bed with his dirty. What if he's got lice? He's got he's got the, the sheets on him, and he's like, "I'm showing her how to do the duvet." What is a duvet? I'm like, "What's yeah. a duvet?" I'm too poor to know what a duvet is. You don't know what a duvet is. I mean, I think I know. It's the thing with the sheet in it. Now What's I know what it, it is. Yeah. So like, it's like what? a comforter, but it has its own cover over it. it so it's, it's like it'd be too hot. I need it, I need to like a, a leg out and uh, my so- socks <laughs> off. It'd be too much. I can't do it. It's hard. It is hard to put the the cover on a, a duvet. The duvet cover on for sure. Uh, I think he rolled up like a burrito or something like that and bring it back around. But he has his duvet dance that he I like. He has his way. Uh, yes. And he's being cutesy. He's being flirty. You could just tell he's kicking it. Uh, so then they have their awkward pause. Uh, Good night. Uh, and they like they seem like they're into each other. Uh, yes. Thanks. I had a good night. Um, and then they're like apologizing for being super awkward. Uh, but they finally say goodbye. Whatever. She's comfy. She's good. <laughs> Cut to her in bed. It's dead quiet. And the door squeaks, clicks, and opens. Now I'm freaking out, okay? Here we go. Uh, and there's Keith on the couch. And little boy's having a nightmare. A little scream. Like, eh, eh, ah. But it's scary as fuck. Because, like, A, how'd the door open? B, like, how did it open if he was on the... Do you believe him? Do you believe that he's having a nightmare? Or do you think like he's waiting for her to come up and then he's going to snatch her ass? Brandon, how did that door open? How did I don't I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's, you know, the lady or which I don't know. We'll we'll talk through it. But I think I was just like, it's him. He's just messing around. So so then she's like, what is it? Keith, Keith. Keith, she's calling out. All right, all right. The shot is on her. The door in the background closes shut. Mm-hmm. My skin, my I got goosebumps <laughs> on my arm right now. The second that door shut, I'm like, somebody else is in on this. It's gonna be both of them. They got her trapped. Uh, I was like, this is getting crazy. Uh, <laughs> super scary, super scary. Uh, but he's still on the he's still on the couch twitching um and then i'm like oh my god there's two of them in there and she <laughs> she touches him and he jumps up he screams like a girl ah! and he goes you scared the shit out of me <laughs> which is great because it's like the total other way around like she has every reason to be horrified yet keith is the one that's scared shitless although it is scary when you're having a bad dream and somebody wakes you up i'm, mm. not, I'm not defending <laughs> keith but he turns uh, out to be a good dude but yeah keith She's like, did you unlock my door? And he's like, no, he's pissed. He got woke up during a nightmare and he's being accused of opening the door. Uh, So she feels like an ass. She goes to bed. She's embarrassed. Uh, We wake up. She's late. She gets ready. And then she sees a sweet little note from Keith. You know, good luck at the interview. Uh, Have a great time. 
and she goes outside she sees the hood is messed up she is in the detroit ghetto yes and 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 you know now when we've made it through to daylight you're like okay it's daylight daylight is safety in a horror movie so here let's like let's not come back test like do do your what i never understand why she needs to come back because is it a multi-day job interview? Like you had the job interview, things were good. Yeah, she just brought her suitcase with her and been fine, you know. Yeah, but. just roll out after the job interview. They're not going to have you start that afternoon. Um, but they're starting to. Right, he left the note, and she's feeling some kind of way. So, they, yeah, they're having a connection and starting to play house a little. So, um, you know, she ends up going back, but like. All the chances in the world. Have, have either of you been to Detroit, by the way? Yes. Yes, I have. Yeah. So, I mean, there are areas in Detroit that, that I've been through that are just burnt out. You know, there are burnt out buildings. Um, and crazy quick story. Just I was there many, many years ago in an art in an art gallery show. All these New York artists were there showing in a gallery. And the people in the gallery took us out to a club that night. And they had uh, valet parking, and one of the guys drove his own car to Detroit. We all have a rental car, and he pulled up at the valet parking, and somebody took his truck, his white pickup truck, and they just kept driving, like they weren't a valet. <laughs> they weren't. Uh, they just took his keys, and they just kept going down the road. And I, I never forget it because it was like Easter weekend, so the, that's Easter Sunday. We had to go to him, and they found the car. And the truck and it was completely destroyed and everything is ripped out of it and and all the they've done all these nasty things to it and stuff and it was insane but the person just got in that car and we were like i don't think that's a valet and he just kept going down the street but i saw plenty of buildings that looked not a whole neighborhood that looked like this but plenty of buildings that that looked like this i, I also don't know why you would get an why you set up an airbnb there unless you think you're gonna the neighborhood is flipping or something. She didn't seem to know because she's at this interview and, and she's looking at Keith's picture. She's smiling. You know, she thinks he's cute or whatever. She might have a thing for him in the interviews. Like, where are you staying? Oh, I'm in Brightmore. Yeah. She's like, are you kidding? Yeah. She's like, you absolutely have to get out of there. <laughs> and she goes, I'm tough. But it seems like the interview went well. And yes, this is the point in my notes where I have at this point, just go somewhere else. Yeah, you got the job. Something it seems like you're, you're a shoo-in. So at this point, I'm out. So I'm out. Finally, I'm not going back. Keith, I'll call you later. I'll call you later. Uh, I don't know why she goes back. I don't know why she goes back. It doesn't. I mean, I guess she goes back to get her stuff and maybe whatever, whatever. Uh, <laughs> she goes right back to Brightmore. Okay. Um, she pulls up and all the way down the block we get the shot of this dude running down the street hey little girl come here so now you're freaking out now you don't feel safe inside the house now you don't feel safe outside the house get the hell out of there and before uh, that sean there's just this there's this snake charm necklace that's hanging on the rear view mirror i guess it's like a necklace with like a snake and, and i was looking up to see i mean obviously there's multiple reasons snakes in different cultures or different things some people say it's a period of tr- the wearer is closer to some sort of transformation or transition time so maybe that's what they were thinking but they, they show it a few times and kind of zoom in on it and it's probably just an object that they thought looked cool um but it's just interesting to me Go ahead. Sorry. It's not like a Robert Eggers thing where every single shot means something. No. <laughs> yeah. No. If this was, yeah. If this is a lighthouse, I would have had six pages of notes just on that snake charm necklace. But 
Uh, she yep. runs inside. She locks the door. She packs her shit. She's getting on the. She's getting on the phone with cops. All right. They're like, yeah, well, we're cops. We're busy. So it might be an hour. Uh, it might be two. So Tessa's like, all right, well, I'm just staying here. She goes, have another tinkle. She loves tinkling in this house. Uh, no TP. She got no TP. <laughs> so she's creeping all over the house. Here we go. She finds the back door that closed in the middle of the night creepily. She opens the door, looking down the dark hallway, turns on the light. There's the TP all the way down at the bottom. Yeah, nope. I'm I'm out. Good. <sighs> and Again. If that's not bad enough. She runs down to get it, and the door closes and locks behind her. <laughs> that's not enough. She also realizes she forgot her phone. She also realizes she only grabbed one roll of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Grab a couple. If you're going to yeah. be there, hang out with Keith. You know? Maybe she thought she was going to leave. Maybe she was out, but she was just stuck. <laughs> uh, but she's looking for an escape. Sees the window, stacking things to get out the window. She moves this little ducky on the shelf, and there's a rope coming out of the wall. She pulls on the rope, and the wall opens another deeper corridor. And then I think this is the shot that's on the movie poster, right, of her looking down that long hallway. Yeah, and and the track on the soundtrack is called Rope Nope. They titled this the track. Okay. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was, I mean, that's one of my favorite movie posters, I think, the Barbarian poster. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's real good. It's, it's really Brandon, cool. do you have a favorite movie poster of all time? Of all time, favorite movie oh, poster, or oh. just one, or, or just a favorite? A favorite. Let me. I'll. I'll try to think. Favorite movie poster of 2022. Okay. Uh, that just to keep it within the barbarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really the uh, Del Toro's Pinocchio. An artist named oh. James Jean did a beautiful illustration for that. Yes, uh, and I think that might be my favorite of 2022. James Jean, uh, incredible. I think he also did Everything Everywhere all at once uh, in 2022 as well. He's just uh, a master. Amazing. I'm Absolutely. looking forward to that uh, Winnie the Pooh horror movie. I think that's going to be uh, amazing. <laughs> that's going to be that's going to be something. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be talking about that uh, this time next year, maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But she looks into this abyss for a long time, and she just goes, "Nope," and walks away. And she's sitting on the steps, uh, but curiosity, curiosity gets the best of her. She angles this mirror against the light glare of the bulb in the center of the room, and she shines it down this long corridor and sees another door. This crazy bitch walks down this hallway to the other room, switches the light on, and we get this dread, doom, worst thing ever, so you think for now. I, I'm I'm out up the steps and I am <laughs> bashing anything I could possibly can against that. That door wasn't that strong. It's yeah. probably a hollow core. Oh, she could have put a yeah, yeah, a yeah, yeah hammer, yeah. grab yeah. the ducky. I don't know, use something you got. But I would just be working on that door. There, there's no way I'm going Scooby Doo on this. There's no way I'm investigating this place. You know what's crazy it, it too is all these tunnels that they have. And somebody asked uh, in an interview, asked Craiger about like who dug these tunnels, and he said he, in his mind Frank did. And I'm okay. like, this is that's insane. Like that's a lot. That's a lot, that's <laughs> a lot of work for one man. That's a lot of work. 
where is he putting all of the debris as he's pulling it out? Is it maybe is it... maybe like Andy Dufresne? He yeah. puts it in his pocket. He shakes his leg out yeah. while he's outside. Yeah, yeah. Over what period of time? I, that's yeah. just, I, I would expect to see a mound of dirt in his backyard or something. I think it's already that. there. I think it's. Well, we don't know there. what he does for a living. Maybe he works at a dump. Yeah, yeah. He's got he's got coveralls in his trunk. We know that much. Yeah. So maybe he, but not his name on him. But maybe maybe he works at a. A dump or something like that. But yeah, this is an elaborate. And at this point, Brandon, where did you think we were headed? I still didn't know. I still thought, again, I still thought Bill Skarsgård was the bad guy and he would like lure people to the Airbnb to take care of them. And I, right? love, so like, I, I love his reaction to her, but I'll get to that later. <laughs> uh, uh, so it, what's in this room is it's an empty room, dirty room. V old school VHS camcorder on a, a tripod, bloody mattress, bloody bucket, bloody handprint on the wall. Uh, so finally, now she runs out. Finally, she, yeah, finally she decides to run <laughs> out. Uh, she hears a noise and it's Keith, and he's laughing his ass off. What the hell are you doing in there? Yeah, helps her out of the basement she's freaking out we got to get out of here we got to get out of here we're not safe okay okay this is where i love this is where i love keith this is where i love scars guard there's a bed and a bucket and he's like what a bucket and a bed it's a basement what do you think is supposed to be in there she's like go see for yourself but i'm getting the hell out of here he's like calm down i'm not gonna freak out because there's a room and a bed and a bucket and you, you just want to slap him you just want to because if he doesn't know what's down there like he's in for a, a world of shit and if he does know what's down there he's playing it off like such an asshole yeah and he <laughs> goes down with his you know he's just i think it's the male bravado so he's like, I'm, oh, I'm gonna this, check this, it out I'm this silly woman she's upset about whatever i'm gonna go i'll go down it. it'll be fine I'll, I'll go check it out but he does ask her to stay behind and watch his back in case he gets locked inside too yeah and he goes down with his dumb ass and there is a long <laughs> eerie pause she calls down to him from upstairs she tells him come up silence she walks back down to the basement the door almost closes and locks behind her again yeah this door is not on the hinges correctly worst door ever <laughs> the, the door is like one of the stars of the movie <laughs> Uh, she props it open. She runs downstairs screaming for Keith. Nothing. At this point in my notes, I write, what an asshole. Leave his ass there. Bail now. <laughs> she shines her phone down the corridor and walks back down the corridor again. Yeah, she no, goes no, no. to the room and there's no Keith. What the hell's going on? What is going on in this movie? I'm sitting there at the edge of my seat because you know it's about to happen. Something's about to happen. We got this. This long is where you guaranteed. I could have guaranteed that this is where he comes out, where Keith comes out, or the, or whoever closed the door, or I think his buddy that was with him when the door closed behind her when he was having his nightmare. Somebody's popping out doing something. Yeah. She turns around and finds another door. Opens it up. Longer, scarier stairs going down, essentially into what I'm calling hell. This is like as above, yeah. so below. It yeah. just goes deeper and deeper and deeper. Calling for Keith. She's crying. And I'm terrified of small spaces like, like that. So this is just descending into darkness with 
I, I don't know. Even if all this other weirdness wasn't going on, something could collapse. Something oh, yeah. is just no, no way. Just your phone light and no, no way. And no weapons. Get out of here. Nothing. <laughs> and then we hear it. Help. Shut the f- what? What is going on? He's screaming, but he is far away. Help me, please. And I'm like, it's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a thousand percent a trap. What is going on in this movie? She goes all the way down the stairs. I'm freaking out. Freaking out. It's so scary. It's so long. It's so dark and deep. Uh, and she's screaming for Keith. Uh, and at this point, I think the audience still thinks it's probably a trap. I did. Yeah. Uh, she reaches oh, the bottom yeah. and Keith is screaming. She walks to this underground chamber and there's four rusty cages with dog bowls in them. At that point, I mean, what are you guys thinking? Well, there's a million times you could have left, but <laughs> bloody, bloody rusty cages with dog bowls inside of them is just, I mean, you just met Keith. So. I think you go, you call somebody. and At this point, Brandon would have been home, connected to the hotel Wi-Fi, yeah. have, have already drinking some, Drinking some Starbucks, ordering some room service. I'm having a great night. Yeah, great he's night. already picking out his shirt for his first day and his new job. Yeah, I got a new job. I'm going to sell it. I get a nice little meal. I'm not here. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, she's walking down a long corridor, screaming his name. It is such a tense, tense moment. And here comes this motherfucker crawling out of the dark really fast. I, I shit myself. I, I, I was like, I thought he was like a mutant or something, but he's just crawling. He's on his hands and knees. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm freaking out. He's like, shh, someone else is down here. And I'm like, what? Someone bit me what yeah she's like we have to go he's like no 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 we have to go this way and then i'm like this is a trap this is a trap this is a trap and at this point vertebrae as we like to now tag on our show we like to call this is our milking of the alpacas moment yeah this is the milking the alpacas moment in color out of space when the family starts <laughs> to get really weird it's when nicholas cage is milking the alpacas and the movie just takes a jump and this is our our first of a, a few in this movie kind of in some ways milking the, this is when you're in or you're out I almost jumped out of my seat and ended a round of applause <laughs> at this point this naked, inbred monster lady, who's the mother, butt naked, titty swinging, comes running out of the darkness, grabs Keith by the head, and smash, 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 smash his head to bits. I am in the theater like, <gasps> what? She shines her light on its face, and it screams and cuts to black. <laughs> Did you like, think it was a monster? Brandon, did you think this was a monster at this point? Yeah, I thought it was just like a straight up like actual like creature, 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 uh, right. not even human. Um, and yeah, what a what a great little jump. And then we'll talk about the cut to this next scene. But what really, was the reaction? The, what was the reaction? Oh, it, was, the it was the whole crowd just went crazy. It was so great. And again, yeah. so great to be in that room. Because you're just along for the ride with a bunch of other people. And that's really when 
I love going to movies the most, right? That's really that's really why you go is this kind of stuff. Yeah. And we I cut the black, Sean. Oh, I definitely thought it was a monster. I thought it was like the descent, like the creatures and the yes. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. that's kind of what I thought. Yeah, that and, they had burrowed under there and maybe they were bringing people down from the house. So you would keep getting these. You could schedule two people at the Airbnb because it didn't matter. One of them was getting taken underground and killed. And what are you thinking at this point, Vertebrae, when that yeah. happens? Well, what, yeah. what, what were you thinking when she smashes head against the wall? Oh, I, I, I 100% thought it was a monster. This was also the moment, like I mentioned before, where I was like, I really want to see this movie, but I just ate a lot of Reese's peanut butter cups. And- <laughs> <laughs> that was when you that was when you switched off. It it was, and then I and then I saw the it cuts to black, and then it goes to the crystal clear water. Whole mood changes, and the whole mood changes, mood. and oh, I was so like, good. okay, we're gonna change this mood. That's fine. I'll change this mood tomorrow morning. Yeah, that's great. Oh, that's great. So you 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 kind of uh there's kind of like two movies for you. That's pretty that's nice, honestly. That's a nice yeah. little like mini series. Yeah, and and I guess I probably should have watched it because then I just laid in bed afterwards <laughs> just thinking about it, trying to figure out and and not wanting to look anything up or Google anything to ruin it, but it was yeah, these these jumps um they're not you know, make a Star Wars reference. They're not Ryan Johnson jumps to things <laughs> that fall directly in line with the previous thing, but they are these very jarring story jumps that pull us back and forth in this story. And that's probably why he had some difficulty getting it made too, because you make a few of these very jarring jumps um, and you're just thrown off by it. I'm all about it love it yeah. love it i want more movies like barbarian and it's playing with you too because it, it built you up to this crescendo and this awful thing happens and we see this creature and it goes to black and then you're like oh okay i feel a little better it's a guy in a car <laughs> ironically enough he's 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 a monster un- yeah his himself. own kind of monster so but we, get, when yeah. we first see him we're not thinking that it's we just, get this beautiful shot of california yeah right there's yeah. this funky music playing i didn't i was hoping have my fingers crossed do you know what song i did it? i did not <laughs> i did not look this up i should have i'm uh, it's okay it's one. okay because i got some of the lyrics we are introduced to one of the best worst characters of all time <laughs> yeah justin long aj uh, love Justin Long, Jeepers Creepers. We should do a Jeepers Creepers episode. Uh, he rules. He's he's good. He doesn't rule. He's very good. I like him in a lot of things. He's driving his cherry red, whatever the hell he's driving. Uh, <laughs> singing along perfectly to this wacky ass song. I.E. church. I.E. the government. I.E. school. I love it. I love So yeah. we go from this scene of. Do you know, Brandon, you know this song? Uh-uh. I didn't. Yeah. I so, Sean, if somebody knows it, they can email us where. So, I mean, you're better off just hitting us on all of the socials at in madness pod, but we're also at in madness pod at gmail.com. Let us know. Yeah, let, to... let me know that song. Uh, maybe we'll do a <laughs> maybe we'll do an in madness playlist that we can link and we'll put that on the playlist. Ooh, that'd be cool. Ooh, that could be fun. <laughs> uh, so he's singing, he's having the time of his life, which is great because we just watched someone get their head smashed against the wall. Now I'm watching this dork singing in his car and i'm like this is very refreshing and he's super happy he's he's just probably at the height of his career because they've got this pilot chip chip off the old block i think it's called and and he's i mean he couldn't be any happier than he is at this exact moment until music's blasting 
He's singing. Phone call comes in. Everything stops. AJ's in trouble. He's being accused of rape. Yeah. Oh, you want to talk about a quick end to a good day. And now, Brandon, did you think he had a connection to the house and to, like, what did you think his connection yeah, was? Yeah, that's that's what I was trying to figure out now, right? Or I'm just like, okay, like, what what are we doing here? Like, what's the point of this? And that's really, I was just like, okay, like, what's the, what's the connection to the story even going to be? I wasn't even thinking, like, how specifically. I was like, oh, like, what is this trying to tell us? And and obviously we find out pretty quickly, but, uh, but yeah, I really loved this, this jump into this new story. Uh, he's being... I, I, I... I have yeah, to say, yeah. the only thing that pulled me out was like, I don't know how you have a phone conversation with with a top down with a convertible. Like, I don't, uh, know, I don't know how you hear anything at all. I have a hard enough time in the car sometimes, let alone, you know, just whizzing along in the convertible. It's crystal clear, but um, those hot yeah, and and, it, and we find out later that he really was an awful human being. I guess at this point, they're playing with us, and you're not sure. You know, whether it really happened or it didn't happen. No, or... you can immediately tell he's an asshole because they tell him he's being investigated and he goes, what about the pilot? <laughs> it's yeah. the first thing he asks. Yeah. They fire him right there on the spot. He's pissed. He's like, this is blown out of proportion. He's freaking out. He's pissed about the pilot. He's not. He's pissed that he's been fired about the pilot. He's not really all that pissed about he's being accused of, of raping this girl. And at this point, we're in a completely different movie. Oh, yeah. Everything we saw in the beginning has paused and we're just in a completely different movie. Now we're in this guy's life as he's trying to figure this out and what he's going to do. And then he heads to his accountant and all that stuff. But that's completely flipped the script. It's in the back of your mind. What happened to Tess and what's going on in that house. But now we've got this other situation to deal with. The chips will fall into place shortly. Uh, <laughs> there's going to be a story in the paper tomorrow about it uh he, he pulls over he's done he's mentally out and he's looking out at the beautiful ocean probably the most beautiful sight you could see and he is probably feeling the 100,000 percent opposite like miserable absolute hell uh feeling anything but great so then yeah he's there with his accountant finding out he's going to be broke in three months pay, paying all these lawyer fees uh but then we find out he's got a small income from his michigan properties Oh, you say, <laughs> uh, but it won't last long because no one really wants him because uh, it's a crappy part of town. But how? But when he bought those properties, they it was already a crappy part yeah. of town. I would assume. Yeah, he just made. I think he probably he strikes me as somebody who just had other people spending his money and oh, that's good. Yeah, I'll invest in that. Yeah, and, that's exactly what happened, right? Like he had no idea that this what what he was doing he was just trusting random investors to to take care of it for him yes yeah and then just like that his accountant dumps his ass too yeah uh so yeah he's so you know he's leaving town uh the story drops his lawyer calls freaking out you know and he wants to talk it over with the girl and the lawyer is like do not be a dumbass absolutely not He's, he's got like, a Grillo pickles hat on, which is like this all natural uh, pickle company. I love when you uh, get into is, the small details of the yeah. Well, it's kind of interesting. I thought maybe it meant something. It didn't really mean anything. But then I thought, 
wow, do they want their hat and their logo associated with, with this <laughs> guy in any way, shape, or form? Um, you know, he's he he's clearly had issues with his pickle, and now he's wearing <laughs> a girl pickles hat. So now he's in a pickle. Yeah, and now he's in. Oh, good one. Sean. Now he's in a pickle. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, I'm getting into the rental, and the lawyer's like, What? Where are you? And he's like, I'm in Detroit. And he's like, You can't, you can't leave. And he's like, Am I gonna get arrested? And the lawyer's like, Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Crazy. Leaving town was a bad idea. And I love him. He goes, Well, I don't love him. He's an asshole, but he goes, I'm not here on fucking vacation. I'm here to do <laughs> some liquidating. Uh, and then we find out he's going to liquidate his property, which is none other than our cursed Airbnb. He pulls up, he sees Tess's car, and he's like, what the fuck? He gets we inside. We get a shot of the snake charm again. We get that again. Uh, his transformation, his moving through something is now happening as well. I love the whole series of events is great. He gets inside the doors ajar and the lights are on. Again, he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> he slams the door. He takes the piss. He's looking at the toothbrush on the floor and the bag in the bathroom. And again, he's like, what the fuck? He and we're not feeling sympathy because of the other things. We're not, I'm instantly not feeling sympathy for him. Like, I'm almost like, okay, fine. He's going to be the next one to be dragged down the basement and have this thing happen to him. Yeah, there's nothing likable about this dude other than like his annoyance for things. I found a lot of things about him I found humorous. <laughs> uh, but how, his stupidity mainly. Yeah. Uh, he calls the Airbnb. Are there people staying in my house? And then I love it. They're like, well, people only come to clean it or whatever. And he's like, well, what if someone was squatting here? And he's like, do you not know how stupid your system is? It's pretty funny how he's going off on them because the system does sound. Uh, quite stupid and that's uh, been a few weeks right Tess has i think been down probably a couple weeks. yeah what's the time what's the time jump here time frame, i think, I think yeah. it's a couple weeks because they they just assume that they've checked out and and moved on yeah, yeah. And, uh, they in the call and he's just like who is in my house he still has no idea hmm. again he goes to the lockbox and there's no key in it and he's like what the fuck <laughs> He's on the phone with his mom. He's mad at the girl who accused him of rape. And then he gets a call from his buddy and they go out to the bar. And then this is where we find out that he is essentially the biggest piece of shit on the planet. His boy's like, what happened? Oh, she took some convincing, you know. Yeah, I got the eye of the tiger. Yeah, not so great. Real yeah. bad. Yeah. And, he and just, his yeah. buddy in the bar is Zach, is Zach Krieger. Plays his buddy in the bar. Oh, that's great. Yeah. No way, really? Yeah. Okay. He's like, what are you talking about? And even his friend could tell he's kind of a piece of shit. Uh, and you could just tell he, he absolutely raped her. He goes home drunk. He calls the girl. He's apologizing, but it's on her voicemail. Uh, but he doesn't really because he tells her that he's not mad at her. Yes. Oh, what a schmuck. Awful. And now we're really, Brandon, I don't know about you, but I'm really rooting for this guy to be dragged down. Into this <laughs> yeah. Place. This is like, come on, just go go ahead and get him already. Whatever monster's down there, let's do it. We cut to the next morning. He wakes up. He's puking in his toilet. He's he all over that toilet, by the way. Like, I've had, man, I've had many, many. No, years. but like he didn't clean it or anything. Like <laughs> He's just his hands are in the rim of it. and never, I don't know. These are the things that pull me out of 
this stuff. I've, I've, slept, about I've slept in a few toilets. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to And lie. he stares at the toothbrush. Everyone he loves stares it. at the toothbrush. And again, he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. He's like, who are you? He <laughs> finds the laptop. He opens it up. He can't get in. And he just, I love it. He like doesn't even look over his shoulder. He just chucks the laptop backwards. It hits the wall. It lands on the dresser. It's so funny. Uh, I, I I love how much of a dick he is. Sometimes it's very humorous. Yeah, he, you are rooting for something terrible to happen. He goes when he goes through her bag. He, he tosses a, a copy of Jane Eyre out of the bag. And <laughs> like, of course, this guy is going to have no patience for a story about a Victorian woman's um, problems. You, you know, that's <laughs> that's not an accident. That that's the book that he just tosses to the side. He is the biggest prick ever. He sits down, he's having himself a cup of coffee, and then he does the lean back. And he's looking to that room in that hallway in the back. He opens the door and he's like, anyone down there? And then boom, you hear a slam. And he's trying to act tough. I got a gun. I'm going to come down there and start spraying it. And he gets what, his little... What's the end game, Brandon? What's the end game right now when he yells that down the stage? I, I, I mean, obviously he's just playing tough, right? Yeah. But there's no... I mean... Let's pretend that there was someone down there. Would he have been able to do anything? He's a little wimp. He's a little wimp kid. You know, there's there's nothing that he could have actually done here. He has no, several uh, flubs in this movie when he's trying to really act tough when he's really confronted with danger and he drops the ball completely. Uh, but again, yeah, he's just this little finicky. Like you, you, I thought you thought you didn't like Skarsgård in the beginning. Like you really hate this <laughs> son of a bitch. And he gets like suited up. He almost has his like battle sequence of like tying it. They zoom in, he's tying his shoes and he's getting a knife. Like he's preparing to, to, you know, with his dress shirt on and stuff like that to head downstairs and confront whoever's there. He's got his flashlight, his little knife. He goes down to the basement and he sees the contraption that Tess made leaning in the middle of the room. Uh, He hears another bang behind him. He turns around and he sees the rope coming out of the wall. Once again, pulls on the rope. The wall door opens. And once again, we're looking down this scary-ass corridor. Shit is tense. I'm just like, oh, you know something's going to pop off. Yeah, that rope door thing is, is, I don't know if I've seen that anywhere else in anything, a rope door. Brandon, have you ever seen any movie with a rope door? No, I haven't. It's, it's, again, this movie is great in the sense of what it can what it can bring to the table in terms of reinventing horror that we, you know, assume that we know, right? We've seen, like you said at the beginning, like Evil Dead 2. Like, we've seen the house. Like, we've seen this kind of stuff. Like, what, what it does with a very limited budget, with a very limited cast. And it really is, uh, really is cool. Yeah. Uh, this dumbass walks into the room with the camcorder and the bloody mattress. Immediately cut to the next scene. He's on Google seeing if he can get extra money for the square yeah. footage of the basement. And he finds <laughs> out that he can. So funny. He's in an underground room. <laughs> so funny. Square footage. <laughs> That's like. <laughs> he is stoked. He's like, okay. Okay. This schmuck grabs himself a tape measure and starts moving around the bloody mattress, completely oblivious. Oh. At one point, he's sitting on the mattress and he's like counting on his fingers. And only then does he notice that the mattress is covered in blood and he shoves it away and goes, oh, gross. Then he hears another bang behind him. There's an alternate poster for this that somebody did that's just like this tape, this tape measure, like crossed over the poster with like sign of some blood splatters. It's really genius. 
uh, poster. I gotta look that up. That sounds really cool. Uh, yeah, that that tape measure plays uh, plays villain later on in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's moving all this shit. He's getting out of the way. Oh, gross! Notices the bang behind him. Opens the other door down the longer, darker corridor. And again, he's like, "Wow!" Starts walking down the corridor with his tape measure. <laughs> Unbe- unbelievable. Excited. Super excited about extra square footage. Not Could- freaked out at all by rope doors and other hidden doors and weird walkways. Not in the least. We're in the same spot we were before when I had terror. And now I have like I'm laughing my ass off because I know there's horror there. But then I see what he's doing with his dumb ass. And then again, he, he comes into the room with the cages, with the blood everywhere. And he's like, oh, my God. And he's not saying, oh, my God, to the cages. He's saying, oh, my God, because there's more square footage. And he's tape measuring the spare room. Such right, an past, right past the cages. Like, just yeah. like, <laughs> bippity-doo-dah. Like, I got to measure the space. Uh, all, all the tension is gone at this point. I'm laughing. I'm having a good time. Like, I just know he's an idiot. Justice has to be served. Uh, yeah, it, that's what that's what I'm praying for. Um, and then he notices the glare behind him, and he mm-hmm. walks over to the room, and there's a video of this lady breastfeeding, and there's a bunch of blankets on the floor, like Newt and Aliens, Vertebrae's favorite fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that another. Time. We'll get into that another time. <laughs> uh, but it's it's like someone's been living there. Someone's watching this tape. Someone's living there. Um. <clears throat> And then all of a sudden, the tape measure starts rolling, making all that noise. <laughs> uh, and he try here again. First one, he tries to be tough, drops his knife. Schmuck. There's a long shot of him waiting for something to come down the corridor. Nothing yes. does, but he hears a sound and he runs. He falls. He drops the flashlight. Here we go. The light's flickering on and off. This... This thing, like the, the upside down, like the, with the the spider walk, the crab walk that, that that that's been done in a million movies. That shit's been played out. My my favorite scare, uncomfortable thing is this thing. Okay, <laughs> the lights flickering. He catches a glimpse of it in the back, and as the goddamn light is flickering, each time it flickers, it's closer and closer and closer, and then it's right in his face, screaming. I yeah. love that. Anytime a movie does that with the flickering light and the closer each time the light flickers, I'm like, I, my whole, my, my bones creep. Uh, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. They curl up. It's gross. Uh, <laughs> she grabs his ass. Oh, well, no, he runs away. He runs away, falls into the pit. Cage closes on the pit. And who jumps out? Tess. Yeah. Shh, 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 shut up. And that's it. And then get we another- get. Another cut, another insane cut. I yeah, I love it how it picks up, picks up, picks up, picks up. Oh my god! And then start another story. Okay. And this cut, at least, I felt like okay. As soon as they cut to it, and it's the house, and it's in good condition. All right, we're getting we're getting a flashback on this story, and we're gonna see what's going on, and and. You know, I'm also still wondering, like, we, we never see Keith again. We don't see Keith's body again. Like, I'm not sure what happened to Keith's body, but it's not in the hallway in any way, shape, or form. Um, 
and then we cut to this. So I, I'm trying to kind of like figure it out. And then we cut ahead and we see this house in the bright daylight. And Brandon, where are you at when you see this cut again? I, I start understanding a little bit more where this movie is going. Um, just understanding the tone of it. I think that was kind of the hardest thing for me to like get into. And that's why the Justin Long cut helps so much. And then I'm like, okay, there's a third cut, you know, they're doing this very intentionally. This is kind of part of this vision. Uh, and yeah, I, I really, at this point, I was like, I was already pretty much all in with this movie. But at this point, I was ready just to like buckle up and just see where the last, because what, this is our, this is like the hour mark, right? We're about an hour in. Yeah. Yeah, it's an hour and six minutes in. I think. And so, so finally we can kind of figure out what less than what is really happening. Go. Less yeah, than 40 so minutes this is go. this is it. This is where everything pays off and uh and it gets only crazier from here. So the town's not torn up. The grass is green, the sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and we got this dude in his car. And turns on the radio and he mentions uh we're back in the Reagan administration. Right. Now I'm a little old, but I don't really remember the years of the Reagan administration. Do you guys? That's the '80s. We're in the '80s. Right I was going to say I was. I think I was a baby during the Reagan administration, yeah. so I don't really remember. I remember like the Bush. Yeah, we're we're Clinton. we're in the '80s. They definitely play with us a little bit here because he feels, I don't know, the kind of way he looks and and stuff like that. That it could be before that, but we're we're. In, in the 80s there definitely is a, a weirdness when he gets to the supermarket and everything if i feel like they're messing with us and we're not sure what year it's supposed to be i know they gave us the clue on the radio but it's definitely um and and jump way forward like the fact that it's the 80s i'm not sure how they had enough time to do all all the other things that we could talk about but um yeah and this guy's creepy looking He's, he's totally creepy looking, he's lanky, he's scary looking. Yeah. Uh, he's shopping. Immediately shady. He's looking for plastic sheets and diapers. Yes, and I'm older than both of you. Like, I don't know anybody who had a home pregnancy. Like, I don't, that wouldn't be like if I was working at the Safeway when I was a kid, there was nobody coming in being like, hey, I need stuff for this home pregnancy. <laughs> it's just like, it's all just really weird. She's giving him latex gloves, diapers. Oh sheets and she hey i didn't notice this the first time she hands him the breastfeeding video yeah i was yeah. like oh snap yeah he gets back in his car and he spots this girl he's creeping on this girl he follows her out the parking lot follows her to her house then he gets out of his car he pops his trunk and he pulls out these blue coveralls this is his cover-up he knocks on the door he's like hey ma'am dwp checking outages he runs the water in the faucet, and while the water's running, click, unlocks that window. That's how he's getting in. Like, and, oh, and when I first saw this, and after we got past this point, I started, I was confused by the timeline of it a little bit. But then I realized that this doesn't have to be his, like, he's an expert at this, this awful <laughs> things he's doing. So this is not his first, we're not seeing his first victim. To the, to the best of my knowledge, that's what BTK used to do because BTK used to work in like home security and he would get his customers and then he would get in their house and figure out how bad the security systems were and then he would unlock all their doors and windows and then that's how he would get into people's houses and kill them. That's for another podcast we do. <laughs> well, that's, you know, I'm going to stop right now and go check all my doors and windows. Yeah, Thanks yeah. Lot, I appreciate um, that. And he walks out the front door. 
he doesn't kill her. He doesn't. He's got her right there. Uh, yeah. He doesn't kill her. He walks out the front door. Thank you, ma'am. Have a great day. Creepy as hell. Even creepier because he's coming back. We know he's coming back. Uh, he pulls up at home to find out his neighbor's moving because the neighborhood is going to hell. That neighborhood right. looks beautiful, by the way, at this point. I don't know what their clue is to like that it's headed that direction. I feel like it's because of the Reagan thing. I feel like it's that's connected to it somehow. I could be wrong. I don't know anything about yeah shit. yeah maybe or maybe i mean they're both very white so maybe there's just yeah. other people who aren't very white yeah moving in the neighborhood and they're like it's gone to hell and we, we've got to get out of here and he's yeah. staying no matter what type thing but at this point it, the neighbor's house looks great his house yeah. looks great the road looks like kind of newly paved like i, I don't know <laughs> he's like frank you, you staying i'm not going anywhere oh yeah. boy is he not well, he's been working on tunnels, so why is he going to leave, man? He's, he's got a compound. This creepy bastard walks in the house. He walks to the back door. He opens that back door to that back room, and we hear a poor woman screaming. Yes. Probably one of the mothers of this creature here. Mm -hmm. yeah. He walks in the door. He closes the door, and boom, we flash right back to current times again. At this point, what are you thinking, Brandon? I'm like, okay, here we go. Like This is it. <laughs> Let's I want to see the creature because it's been how long since we've seen the creature, you know, like let's I want to see some creature. I want to see it up close. I want to see what's going on, which, you know, I, I think I regret uh, hoping for that. Uh, but uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to get this this on the road. AJ and Tessa are in the pit and she's like, stay calm. Do not get upset. If you get mad, she's going to get mad. And then hair is just coming down from in between the cage links. Yeah. And down comes this filthy milk bottle with hair <laughs> on the nipple. And I love Tess. Drink it. Drink oh. it. And AJ's looking at her like, what? Are you insane? It's uh, a weird bottle, too. I mean, I know it's old, old school, but it's. It looks big. I don't know if they made it larger than they needed to make it for this or or whatever. I, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of like. I don't know why I thought of Pee Wee Herman at this point. <laughs> weird, his giant toothbrush or something. I just for a second I was like, I was really freaked out. But then I was also like, I really now I really have no idea what's going on i get really creeped out in about two seconds uh uh tess tess drinks this disgusting milk nipple hairy nipple thing yeah she's like she just wants you to be her baby <laughs> and then she jumps in the pit and cradles tess Aww. and, and so she's been there a while because she figured out this system she's established a rapport with yes yeah. She's, she's been there a while. The toughest person in the movie. And I, I'll just say too, this actress did an amazing, she did. I think she's probably going to be a really big star. Yes. Um, she did an absolutely amazing job throughout this entire film. Um, but she's exhibiting this strength to like, I've had enough time to be like, okay, I'm in a cage and there's this freaky person, but now, okay, I have to do X, Y, and Z to survive. Right. And, and she's instructing somebody else, which is Wow. Wow. How many people have been in that situation? Crazy. Yeah. And 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 the thing saying, baby. <laughs> right. She pushes AJ against the wall. She gets right in his face. And this bothered me when it's just going buh, 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 buh. Yeah. Buh, 
I'm like, oh my god, I was so uncomfortable. It's so good. It's so good. She pulls his ass out of the hole, pulls him down to the room with the TV with the breastfeeding tape, throws him down, and boops his little nose. Yeah. I thought that was adorable. I I thought I was a little relieved. I was <laughs> you were like, like, this is the comic relief. Maybe this yeah, is, the this is what we need. I needed a boop. I needed a nose boop because shit was tense. And okay. and you know what's crazy? So like only two types of sort of relationships, things that she knows, and Zach Krieger mentioned this in something he was talking about it, is just either taking care of people in that way as the mother or like horrific acts. So there's just these two extreme things. And, and that's all the mother knows. Yeah. Yeah. Horrific, horrific acts that father have committed and, and all these awful things, or I'm going to take care of a baby that's it like programmed to just know these these two two things at this point i don't have sympathy yet you get it later on as you build into it but at this point you're still like is there a group is it is it a bunch of creatures Uh, we still haven't had a clear glimpse at one point i do think that we're getting there any second test takes this opportunity smartly to get the hell out of the hole and then we, she passes by AJ getting breastfed in the room, yeah. sucking on that nip. <laughs> <laughs> she sees it and she runs the hell out of there. But here we go. She hits the measuring tape, <laughs> making all this noise. So uh, the mother, the creature, hears it, begins chasing her. Uh, she gets out. She runs upstairs. But the door is locked again. The strongest basement door ever. <laughs> She runs to the window to climb out and this dude comes who was chasing her down the street before and starts pulling her out of the window from the other end. And we see the creature's hands grabbing at Tess's feet, but she escapes. And I like this cool shot of the, like the creature, like fading into the darkness and it just disappears in broad daylight, which is for me in Halloween. The scariest scene to me is in daylight. So this is now in daylight. We have no safety. They've obliterated that safety for us. This can happen at any moment. Brando, who did, what did, who did you think was pulling her out of the house when that happened? I really didn't know. And I think what you just said about it being like, maybe there's a whole family of them is very interesting. I never really thought of it that way. Because, again, you still super don't know, like, until you get to the end, end, end of the movie, what what is really, really happening. And if there had been a whole family down there, that would have been even crazier. Uh, but yeah, again, I'm, I was just like, like, like you, uh, I'm just like barely being able to watch at this point. Right. I have like my hand kind of like in my popcorn, like kind of looking, kind of <laughs> hoping that I can just like survive the next how many more minutes, like 20 minutes. Right. And uh, I, I think what that's why this movie and I, I think, Sean, this is probably one of the reasons why you liked it so much as it's toying with us the entire time. So it's not just this. It's not just all cake with no icing or all icing with yeah. no cake. It gives us this balance throughout. So we start to feel awful. You get goosebumps. You're freaked out. Then you're like, oh, OK, all right, it's daylight again and we're fine. And we just get this push and pull throughout the entire thing and when i first saw it i I thought initially like okay this is a you watch it once 
because once you know what's happening, that kind of takes you away from it. But then when I watched it again for this, and I watched it two more times for this, I was like, okay, this there's a lot here. And and it's just as enjoyable when you know it's happening. You actually anticipate, like, oh, here is that spot that happens in the movie. You watch it differently. I watched this movie differently the first time than I did the second, third, fourth, and fifth time. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, and we cut. Here we go. So we cut to the homeless guy who pulled her out the window. You're safe now. Uh, but 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 Tess wants to go back in. Okay. Tess wants to go back in and get AJ, but when she saw him getting breastfed, she ran <laughs> right out the other end of the door. So why does she want to go back in now? Right. I mean, maybe she was, yeah, I don't know. Maybe she thought we could both go back in. Whatever. Whatever to, she was thinking. Together. She was uh, and as a viewer, you're screaming, no, like he's, he's an awful human being. You're out of the house. Just let it go. And that's what the um, And this said. is part of her kind of journey. She's maybe ditched the awful boyfriend, Marcus, and and going to get a new job and move forward in her life. But she's, you know, she can't help herself. She wants to help out if, if she can. She wants to like people and and trust them like we do. Um, and it goes kind of back and forth. That's just the dichotomy of this movie. It just pushes and pulls us all over the place. Well, this homeless guy likes helping people, too, because he was like, I was telling you not to go in there. That's what he was screaming at her when he was running down the block. But she didn't know because she's in the ghetto and there's some homeless guy running down the street screaming at her. Yeah. Then he goes, she's not even the worst thing in there. Yes, that needed a drop in the movie, I think. Like, that was like, <laughs> oh, my God. That was this... the point where I'm like, what? Is there a bigger monster? Are there more monsters? Right, because we thought there were monsters. So, Brandon, what did you, when he says that, are you? Yeah, I'm like, oh, yep, we're getting a ton more monsters. Like, I'm right. Yeah. Which, you know, technically is correct, uh, but not in the, in the way that you're thinking. It wasn't the monster I thought it was going to be. Exactly. But, but when they show the detail of it, it technically is the monster I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's just some of the creepiest shit ever. The right. Monster. It's not, it's not tentacles in the multi-eyed creature, but no, no, it's, it's VHS tapes stacked on a, he's on more a horrific than any of those monsters that they could have made with practical effects. So homeless guys, like I stay by the water tower where it's safe. Come with me. And she's like, I want to call the cops. And he's like, with what phone I'm homeless. Uh, he's like, she comes out when it's dark. Don't you be around here when it's dark. And why is he sticking around? Just go somewhere else. There's a lot I mean, of room. Yeah. Come on, Andre. Just find settle settle somewhere else. The water tower right down the road. He's he's been there a while, apparently. Apparently, yeah. for now. Uh, but Justin Long escapes the breastfeeding chamber and he's walking down the corridor trying to escape and he finds a bell with a rope and follows the rope. Mm. He hears a scream behind him in the dark. He begins running and finds another door. All right. He hears a roar behind him and he looks back. And again, you see this silhouette shape in the dark. It's it's the creature, the mother, just sitting there looking at him like all twisted looking, so creepy. But it stops and it backs yeah. up and it walks away. And you see the wires running, and there's this bell, and the wires are headed to, to this room, um, and he's pushed that way because the, the you know the mother is in the other direction. But 
and this is some kind of repellent. It won't come near him if he's by this thing. So he, I guess it makes him feel a little safe. Mm. So he walks into the room and this bedroom is trash. There's cans everywhere. There are women's clothes scattered about. And there's this low, load, loud, gross cough behind him. Yeah. Uh, and there we go. Frank the Creep looking old and disheveled and pretty much dead in bed, but still very much alive. Uh, then we cut to Tess at the gas station. She made it out of the town. She's at the gas station. She called up the cops. They show up. They're already annoyed. Get your hands off the car, ma'am. <laughs> you have ID, ma'am. And I love her. She's like, I am not a crackhead. I am not a crazy person. And she looks like a crackhead. And she looks like a crazy person. It's pretty funny. Yeah, because she's soaking wet. She's dirty. She's no ID. This is Detroit. They could care less. We we should have put that comical. What was that? I don't know what Halloween movie that was, but they had the comical music behind the. <laughs> oh yeah, with the two cops. I think it's four. Yeah, or five. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they yeah like the Benny Hill music. Yeah, yeah, they deserve it. Um. So then we cut back to AJ. He's telling Frank, "We're gonna get out of here." Well, I'm gonna get out of here, but I'll send help. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then he goes. There's gonna be cops swarming this place real soon. Bad move. Not what Frank the creep wants to hear. No. We cut the test. She's back with the cops and she's kicking on the door of this house. And they're like, ma'am, ma'am, can you stop kicking on this house? Uh, did you break this window, ma'am? Uh, just so could you imagine? All right. For a second. Could you imagine you're being kidnapped? You're held prisoner. You get out. You call the cops. You get the cops and they're ready to arrest you. Yeah. For annoying them. Uh, they accuse her of breaking the window. They get a call. They got a shooting. Uh, and they are done with tests. They have had it. I got to go. I got a shooting on my hands. And I can't believe she, she's gone back. Right. Oh, yeah. I, this is, she's better than me. I, again, would be in a hotel room. At the hotel with the PlayStation with the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, she, wants to, she wants to help people. She feels indebted to helping. Um. You know, she knows that Keith is gone, so maybe she can help this guy out. Uh, if only she knew how much of a scumbag he was. Yeah, and 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 in a way, he kind of meets a, a weird his his kind of future, an even scummier person because yeah, but like be, could be you know. him later on in in life like it begins somewhere so so this is where yeah. maybe where aj try maybe has a little self-reflection of how much of a dick he is he cuts cuts to him he's uh looking at all these tapes stacked up that frank the creep has oh and labeled labeled like blind puker <laughs> gas station redhead i don't know the other it's, ones do you have some more there's a ton of them there's absolutely a ton of them and then just the crier and suicide and and stuff like that but this is brutal and and you know he pops in that tape and they don't show it and i'm super yeah. happy they don't show yeah it. that's yeah. a nice that's a nice thing they did for us <laughs> to not show that I, yeah, I had enough trauma from this movie yeah um and he shuts it off he can't, AJ can't take it. Even the rapist can't take it. He's like, what is wrong with you? Frank pulls a gun out the cabinet, puts it to his head, and blows his brains out. Yeah. Uh, while this is all happening, Tess has broken into the house to get her car keys. Uh, she gets in her car, 
points the car at the house. Boom, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre when Le- when Leatherface ripped that fucking door open. The, the, the our creature, the mother, rips the door open and starts charging at Tess full speed in the car. Yeah, she's just riding that car. Like I don't know why she's chosen this moment to chase her down of all people. Has there not been other people down in the basement for a while? Like <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know. She's making almost a final stand. She doesn't want any of her babies to get away. Yeah. Uh, Tess floors it, crushes the thing in between the house. So our monster's crushed in between the house. Uh, and then Tess goes to get AJ from the corridor. Oh, no. She's like, hello, pop, shoots her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she has done nothing but try to be good this whole movie and has gotten nothing but headaches after headaches. Yeah. Uh, but she's alive. She's alive. AJ drags her out, and the creature is gone. It is no longer on the hood of the car. And he's like, well, your car is fucked. Uh, My keys are in the pit. I'm not going back there. So they head for safety with the homeless guy at the water tower. He spots him. He lets him in in the hidden spot. I love this because I I saw this coming a mile away. Uh, he, he, He lets him in the spot. They ask, you know, what is she? She's been there for 40 years. She was born there. Yeah. Oh, and this, dad. Brandon, this is the horrific reveal. Yeah. So you're sitting in the theater and then suddenly we find out that this is what, what's going through your brain at this point. Man, I, well, so I'm just super glad to have seen a little bit more of the, of the mother. And I, I, I really am just like, and we're about to get her, I think my favorite moment where she, she comes in. But it is just the practical effects of this creature is so fun and so good. And I don't know if you were able to find any of the behind the scenes of this, but this is a guy uh, and the yes. and the prosthetics are incredible and they're yeah, so Matthew, gross. And, Matthew Patrick Davis plays yeah. the mother and they're great. There were no, I couldn't find any. That's There is not a, oh. this is only uh, on like HBO Max. So there wasn't a 4K release of it or anything there's some clips but there's been kind of no proper making of or anything for it well have i got a treat for you which is fangoria just did like maybe a week ago like a really nice interview with him with matthew and he included some of his photos of like of the prosthetics and then on his instagram is just like oh craziest the craziest prosthetic application of all time including like these fake boobs and it's so gross and so gnarly. And uh, we have I'll to repost. The, yeah, we're going to repost the chat as well. It's so gross. It's we're going to so repost good. all of that on our socials. Yeah, oh, wow. That's, that's great. Good. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. Um, he says her daddy's never left there. He'd yeah. bring women down there and make babies. And then he'd, so, make, and then he'd make babies with the babies. Ugh, She's a copy of a copy oh, of a copy. Awful. And you get something like that. So how old is the mother, do we think? I mean, at 20, at 20 it has to be somewhere yeah, in the 20s, 30s, yeah. 20s. I guess. I mean, so. I the math is weird. Yeah, because if a copy of a copy and then it has to grow up to a certain age or is it 
it's not aged. It's just so horrific because of it being a copy of a copy. No, that- I think during the Reagan administration, when he opens up the door and there's that woman down there, that's probably the mother of this thing. Okay. And and she, the, the girl that's screaming is probably also a copy of a copy of a copy yeah. because yeah. she's dead after this thing because there's no other women left. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm saying 20s, 30s. That's at least what it looks like. Yeah. Um, but and then I, Andre proudly proclaims that, you know, you're safe at the. Well, yeah. So, so now AJ wants to get Tess help. <laughs> now AJ's trying to be a good person. AJ has a bit of an epiphany. He's like, maybe he's a bad person, or maybe he's a good person who did a bad thing. He wants to fix everything. You maybe for one second feel for him for one second. Mm hmm. And then I love it. Homeless friends like, don't worry, You'll be <laughs> safe here. And immediately so good. in my head, I'm like, no way. Yeah. Tess goes, how do you know she won't come in here? Best response ever. Shit, I've been here for 15 years and she ain't never come in this mother. F-. He don't even finish the <laughs> sentence before this bitch comes crashing through the wall grabs this dude, rips his arm off, and, and beats him to death with it. With his own arm. With his yeah. own arm. Yeah. Uh, Tess and AJ run up the water tower, and again, AJ's stupidity. First he dropped the knife, now he drops the gun down the water tower. Their, their only weapon is gone. I don't know why they're going up. I mean, going they up? always do that. They always go up to the attic in the movie. It's not they the fog. Why are you going up? Don't go up. Yeah. Stay on the ground. And we're getting we're getting to our, our ending, fellas. Uh, AJ oh, so goes, good. I can get away, but you're going to have to slow her down. Oh. Looks at the mother. Very Nick Cage in color out of space. Grabs Tess by the head and says, come get your baby. And throws Tess off the water tower. Yeah. The microscopic second of him having an epiphany and you feeling for him. Oh, you're like, oh, he is. I can't wait to watch the most horrible death for this dude. Yeah, he's just an awful human being. He's finally had a chance to maybe redeem himself. Not redeem himself, but at least do something nice. And he just doubles down on being an awful human being. What What were you thinking, Brandon? Were you like, I can't wait for this dude to die? It was such a good, it, like, again, we've really set up a bunch of monsters all at once. And, and Justin Long being his own special breed of monster is just such great writing and so fun to watch. Uh, and he, he gets what he deserves. Uh, some really, really great stuff. And then we get the only part of the movie that uh, I did laugh out loud on. It's oddly enough, oddly enough, the creature jumps to save Tess, right? Yeah, beautiful form for this creature who's only lived underground for all this period of time, like such amazing athletic skills out of nowhere to just perform this beautiful dive and then sort of do the classic cartoon out of the sky jump where you can now be below somehow broke tess's fall right yourself you made yourself faster to go underneath her as she fell to break to break that fall i wrote in my notes here not physically possible but who cares yeah it didn't matter it doesn't take me out of the movie any way shape or form um but yeah 
I don't know. I always felt like there was a little bit of a supernatural piece to this anyway, with the door mm. opening and closing and stuff. So I'm, I'm okay with that. It's just, you know, I don't, I don't need the answer. Yeah. Because it sets up the, yeah, the it doesn't answer. matter. So Justin, Justin Long gets AJ. He gets the gun. The test is alive. Again, she's been shot. She's alive. She's been thrown off the water tower. She's alive. She is, she is our hero. AJ's like, I freaked out. I didn't know what to do. You slipped. Are you okay? Are you all right? Unbelievable. He's lying to her face. She's not. I, I know she's injured, but maybe she's out of it. But once again, he's just completely lying, just like he did to his friend in the bar. Like, oh, you know, I have a way. He just kept pushing it and pushing it. And here we are again with him. He picks her up to help her. Our creature lunges up, chokes AJ, lifts him in the air. Digs her fingers into his eyeballs until sludge comes out. And from the back, we get the view of her essentially ripping his head into two pieces. Yeah. Justice has been served. The eyeball thing is, I'm not good. Is that, I don't know if it's ocular. I I make up words in my head, but that kind of horror is just like, that's like, oh no, oh no. Just can't. I, I start like touching my own eyes when I'm watching it. eyeballs, fingernails, teeth, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Everybody was happy to see. You know, the theater's clapping as Justin Long gets his head <laughs> ripped open. That's was that Brandon? With it, what was the theater's reaction to that? Everyone, I mean, like it was, it was just like you were saying. It's a lot of clapping, a lot of fun. Everyone was like, at this point, you're able to just like kind of breathe a sigh of relief, right? The movie is is wrapping up, and and it's kind of everyone has gotten their comeuppance in various respects. And yeah, man, what a what a roller coaster of an evening. Uh, uh, our our creature walks over to Tess, her baby. Come back, come back. And Tess is like, I can't, I cannot come back. She picks up the gun, she puts it to the creature's face. Pulls the trigger, pop, cut to black, cut to credits, cue the Ronettes, be, be my baby. Ba, <laughs> ba, 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 Yeah. Cut to Tess limping down the street. Our hero, our lone survivor, our Ellen Ripley. Phenomenal movie. I am like sold. I can't wait to see it again. I want the 4K. I want the Blu-ray. I want the DVD. <laughs> uh, my favorite movie of last year. That's that's Barbarian. Love it. And, and there's and and I don't think there should be a sequel to this movie. No, no. like uh, this movie should live on its own. Like, yes, Sean, you will know. I'm always curious about the aftermath of things. Like, you know, when people authorities finally show up on the scene and find this feral mother and this house and the uncovering of all of that stuff. And I certainly want to know Tess is okay and maybe moved on but there'd be no movie there because you don't want her to go through something horrific again again so, yeah like like nev campbell in their 17th scream movie yeah this is i mean she's gonna be in therapy for a long it, time yeah it's one event i don't need a thousand barbarians no, no. but i will see the new scream movie it does look pretty sweet <laughs> oh I, yeah <laughs> uh brandon what was your favorite part of this movie was it the obvious was it the the k part or did, was there another specific part that you i i really like when we get to, when you know i was re-watching it and we were talking through it i really think when she busts out of the wall when he says there's no one that's ever gonna she she hasn't been here in 15 years Mm-hmm. Uh, it is strangled like that is that is so good like that is just classic cheesy horror and i i love it i eat that up 
vertebrae would you have a favorite part of this whole movie yeah i mean you know it's weird there there's that part but there's also just sort of i watch it through kind of tess's strength throughout the movie and it kind of like i guess i marvel at it because i'm like oh, i couldn't do that i couldn't do that i wouldn't be I wouldn't be able to do that. I'd be out here. I'd be out there. But I'm a sucker for creatures, in this case, the mother. So all that kind of dark hallway stuff with the mother. Um, and you've talked about it just kind of in and out of the shadows is really, you know, visually. And and just the, the jumps that we make in it and the ride that we're on um, throughout it is amazing. I mean, there's a part where the soundtrack goes very carpenter esque and it's kind of it's a little bit witch at points too um yeah with that tension rising with like the operatic like yeah i I think i've told you this before i always wind up listening to soundtracks on my phone in like my pocket in the house so if nobody else is home and i'm like doing laundry i'm just walking around the house with this playing on my phone in my pocket and so (laughs) leading to this i'm listening to that i'm in the my unfinished basement no rope door but i'm in my unfinished basement (laughs) listening to this (laughs) and there's a few jumps and then i'm like oh what is that oh that's just comic books okay i'm fine you know Yeah, I love this movie. The trailer gave nothing away. I went in still kind of blind when the flip happened with with Skarsgård. When when you the whole time are convinced he's gonna be the guy, and then he's dead, and the movie just just keep going like Psycho, like Scream, like our main character I, I, is basically dead, and the movie still goes. Uh, I loved it. I loved it so much. I can't wait to watch it a million more times. And yeah, I mean that's that was the moment that switched me when she smashed his head against the wall. I was like, I am all in. I am 100% because there's a lot of movies that came. There's a couple movies that came out last year uh, that a lot of people love that I did not love. And there's kind of another big reveal. Um, and I was like, eh, eh, I don't care. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a UFO that hides itself in the clouds. I'm not, it's not, a big, it's not that big of a deal to me. Uh, we can get into that another day. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the, some movies have that flip over where you're like all in or you're all out. And on this one, Barbarian, I was like, I thought Black Phone was my favorite movie of last year. Mm, Barbarian. Yeah, we got to do a Black Phone episode soon. Yeah. Uh, Barbarian slayed everything. Everything. Yeah, uh, fantastic. It, did, uh, did we get Brandon, all of our gnarly bits in? Does I think I did. I, I did. I didn't really have a lot. Brandon, do you have anything you wanted to add? That was, that was my major gnarly bits was just talking about the prosthetics on this dude because that, that is some, some real killer stuff. I didn't, yeah. know, I didn't know it was a dude. I was actually kind of wondering what was under all of that. Yeah. That's really cool. That's really yeah, that's cool. amazing. And when we get off, we'll have to check it and we'll drop it in the notes and all that stuff from the story. But, um, you know, I, I appreciate you coming on, Brandon. We, we oh, are. Yeah. Thank you, Brandon. We are baby podcasters. You are a veteran podcaster. I wouldn't say that. But. You've <laughs> interviewed amazing people. So we appre- we sort of appreciate all all that so much and not sort of we do appreciate you coming on with us and um sean do you want to tease our well hit the plugs questions? brandon hit all the plugs Ooh, first yeah, hit the plugs. plugs uh yeah talking about 94 anywhere you listen to podcasts some cool episodes coming up i interviewed john wayne's grandson who plays the mandalorian uh so that's coming up pretty soon that should be fun and, uh, and then, yeah, you can find me on StarWars.com and in Star Wars Insider whenever they uh, let me write something, which is always exciting. And uh, that's that's all I got. Just a lot of a lot of Star Wars and a lot of interviews. 
That's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah, and we're at, at In Madness Pod on the socials at InMadnessPod at gmail.com. Thank you for being our first guest. It was oh, an honor course. to have you. It's an honor uh, to be it. Yeah, I'm glad you love this movie as much as we did. This was like a polarizing movie because there's the same thing as always. Like there were people who loved it. There were people who hated it. And I was like, you're crazy. You're crazy. You're lying to yourself if you're saying you didn't like this movie. <laughs> uh, so as is customary at the end of every episode, we tease our next episode, right? It's the seventh episode of the podcast. It's for our very special and seventh episode. I think that's enough of a tease. But we usually end up telling them almost. Ooh. For our seventh episode, we What's will be in the box. Biodome featuring Pauly Shore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I said it already. What's in the box? I cannot wait. Uh, yeah. I love that we, and then we have to go over our list of our next batch of movies after this. So I'm yes. very, very excited for that conversation. Um, this was Thank awesome. You. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Vertebrae. Appreciate it. Thank everybody for Thank listening. Y'all. Take care. This was another great episode of In Madness Pod.